just going through life and, and partying and enjoying university and all that sort of stuff like, like many of us do. And then after that experience, um, suddenly I started to think in a much more philosophical way, in a deeper way. And I started to look at things outside of the ego. And that led me to, I began traveling and I, I spent about 10 years traveling on and off. This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today to start turning your dreams into a reality. curiosity question for you is are you afraid of your own darkness it is not the darkness you should be afraid of though that I'm talking about it is the belief that light is good and dark is bad that you should be afraid of there is no right or wrong no good or bad you are the dark and light so this might make you think What is he talking about? But you know exactly what I'm talking about. Perspective is everything. The reason why I'm talking about perspective is because I think that it's one of the most crucial things in formatting a life that you want to live. Um, Today I have a guest on that makes it possible for you to really tap into your consciousness and start doing things to your full potential. His name is Drew Drake, and he is a holistic health and energetics genius. He's a brilliant storyteller and a vessel of empowerment for leaders who seek to unleash their sheer, magnificent, and live their most powerful, abundant, and vibrant lives. He's traveled the world, and he's also been through an amazing, immense amount of transformation himself. Through his courses, events, inspiring videos, and live trainings, Drew embodies what is possible when you choose to live life fully integrated in your maximal potential. So, if any of this is making you kind of scratch your head, listen on and give a huge warm welcome to the one and only Drew Drake. Hey, Logan. How are you doing? Doing well. Thank you so much for coming on, my man. Yes, it's a pleasure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I you know I I I just I I found your story to be really really cool and inspiring and um, you know the mission of this show is really to scratch your own itch, which I think is 
it means a lot of things, but my own definition of it is is you had this itch on yourself and if you kept ignoring it, it would just just drive you nuts. So you had to kind of like face it. And um and and you know, this could be for some people scratching their own itches, turning a problem they had with themselves and, and making it a business or scratching their own itch was just following their curiosity. So when I ask you, you know, how you got to where you are today, what does that mean to you and how are you scratching your own itch? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I had an experience when I was about 21 years old and where I had uh, uh, I had, had eaten some mushrooms, some magic mushrooms, and I'd, it was about the sixth or seventh time that I had them, and I was pretty experienced and actual ego of death. It was it was such an intense experience for me that um, I thought that <laughs> it's, it's funny to say it now, but I. And I thought the entire universe had I actually had a glitch. I was in, a, in a, a, a place where if you can imagine the static on the TV and it's like, I was just in that. And I thought the entire universe had just stopped. <clears throat> so that terrified me and it really, really scared me. And of course, I came out of that experience and I was like, whoa, I'm not going near this stuff ever again. And um, it was many, many years before I... I delved into that world uh, again. And so I, what had happened, which I learned many years later, was a partial ego death had occurred, not a full one. The, the ego is still there for sure, but it was a partial one. Um, but I didn't know that at the time. But what I did know was that a few days after that, I was laid in my bed in the morning and something spoke to me and it said, um, it said, you don't know anything. It just spoke into my ear and it said, you don't know anything. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> wow, I don't know anything. And, what, and, what, and, and this feeling of relief came over me. I just felt like, wow, I'm, I'm so, I've been let off the hook. I don't have to worry about trying to figure out the answers to everything about what's right and what's wrong, what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing. What is the, what is the universe all about? What is this, this experience of life? And so... That really changed everything for me. I went from being somebody that had no real philosophical thoughts. No, uh, I, I, I never, I didn't do any deep diving in my life. I was just going through life and, and partying and enjoying university and all that sort of stuff like, like many of us do. And then after that experience, um, suddenly I started to think in a much more philosophical way, in a deeper way. And I started to look at things outside of the ego and that led me to, I began traveling and I, I spent about 10 years traveling on and off. Um, soon after I graduated from university and I started to uh, take on a lot of different teachings, meet a lot of different people all over the world that were showing me all sorts of different techniques that would allow me to delve into myself, into what I am, not, not who I am, but what I am. And ultimately, um, it changed everything. I, I began to understand that I'm not this name. I'm not this, this identity. You know, I'm, I'm not the Drew Drake, 35 years old, grew up here, does this and that. That's not what I am. That's just the story. And what I am is 
everything. It's, it's life itself. I am the universe. I am God. And so are you. So is everything. So is the mosquito. So are the molecules that make up the, the table. So, so, so all, the, all the things we can't even see, they are also the universe itself. And it's, it's, it's life itself. I call the universe life. And life is expressing itself through all these different forms. And it's having an expression of itself through this, this body, which has this identity and this story called Drew Drake. But because I'm mostly disidentified with that story, and it's, it's, it's an ongoing process of remembering not to be pulled in to... Um, the madness of, of, oh, well, do I look good? And, you know, and, and I've learned in my ego, my ego wants to look good. It wants to be cool and, 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 and say all the right things and, and dress in a certain way and all, all, these, all this sort of surface layer stuff that's nonsense. Um, but throughout the, uh, it's, been, it's been now, it's been 14 years of self-discovery and uh, taking workshops and working with a lot of other people during that time, I've learned to, to recognize that, yeah, I, I am life itself as we all are and that there is no separation between any of us. We're all a part of the whole. We are connected to everything and therefore there is no right or wrong, no black or white, no, no good or bad. They're, they're, just, they're just expressions and from, from my perspective, life, the universe, it wants to experience everything it wants to experience it all the so-called good the so-called bad and um for me it is uh it is a great relief to feel that way i feel so much less of a burden or of a pressure and it prevents me from um making judgments because i know and understand that um there's so much there's so much complexity to everything that's going on in the world and we're so quick to jump on somebody and say, you shouldn't have done that. Why did you do that? You hurt me and this and that. And it's like, you don't know the story behind that. I remember I was, I was very young and I, and I realized I used, to, I used to hold doors open for people. And then sometimes, occasionally, I get, you know, people often, usually they say thank you when, you, when you, you, know, you stop, you wait, and you hold the door open for them. And sometimes I would stop and you know, go out of my way to, to, to do that for them. And a person would walk past and wouldn't even acknowledge that I did it. And inside, I'm thinking like, well, screw you. Like, how dare you do that? I've gone out of my way to do this. And then very quickly, I realized, hang on a second. I don't know jack all about this person right now in this moment. For all I know, they just had the, got a phone call with the worst news of their lives. They, they maybe just lost their job. I don't know what's going on. And here I am making some judgment. And so once I realized that I don't know anything about anything, Life got much simpler and um, and flows in a much more effective way for me. Wow, man! Wow, um, you know it's funny. The last thing that uh, you kind of ended off on um, it reminds me of like what a uh, what a child is able to do and what a real great artist does too. My old acting teacher used to tell us um, that a real artist and same with a child can see everything with virgin eyes. They can see it as it's new. Um, you know, it's kind of like the uh, the old art of Zen. And the Zen, Zen master says, how can I fill up your teacup when it's already filled? <laughs> and so you have to be able to empty it and, and be able to be just... And I think that's the heart of, of what you do is you're able to kind of empty out your consciousness so you can bring in new stimuli and learn from it. And... Um, of course, there's 
uh, a value and, and and remembering good information. But I got to ask you then, because I know that you're kind of going into this this route of, of selling courses and stuff. And how's that journey been? been like selling courses and teaching these people. How have you had to learn how to like become a teacher for others instead of just a teacher for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. What I, I learned, um, it, you know, it just so happened that when I had that experience with, with mushrooms at the age of 21, that, and then I had this, for me, revolutionary voice give me this teaching that I know nothing. Then I also around about that time, I suddenly became very interested in health. Uh, one of my housemates was studying nutrition and he could see, he, he, he gave me a, a juice to drink. He gave all of us, we were you know, six of us living in a house, he gave us all a juice to drink and uh, I was the only one that really liked it. <laughs> I was like, wow, I never tasted anything like that before. And he could see I was interested in, in it. And so he gave me this book and he said, this is the Bible. And uh, <laughs> it wasn't the Bible, but it was a it was a it was a nice introduction to health for me, and I, and I knew nothing about it at the time, and that took me on a huge journey into the world of health. And what I've come to understand and realize is that the foundation for everything is truly our health. So, from my perspective, we a lot of the issues that we are having on this planet that we are causing that as a species are coming from a dysfunctional insane mind and that we need to change that mind but in order to be able to change that mind we need to change what we're fueling that mind with and that means what we put into our body so i know that the first thing we must do is take care of our health it is the foundation for everything else and this is one of the primary things that I teach, and I teach health on a cellular level, which means um, I start with um, cellular communication, which is all about the voice in the head, the conversations we're having with ourselves, and we need first to get clear and complete with our past issues. We need to forgive those that have harmed us and forgive ourselves, and then we need to to replace disempowering thoughts with empowering thoughts and whilst thinking powerfully we can then create a new life for ourselves we can recreate and redirect our lives so that we can go forward as and recognizing that we're this incredible powerful magnificent infinite being and which is what we all are and so that's that's cellular communication. And then I then teach cellular environment, which is all about embracing the elements and getting in touch with nature, getting out in nature, you know, allowing the, the sun to be on our skin, uh, getting, getting grounded, touching, touching our bare feet on the earth and moving in, a, moving in a very natural way, deep breathing, things like that. And after that, I then teach cellular exercise, which is all about stimulating the lymphatic system, which means that we are actually drawing toxins away from the cells and pumping them out of our system via uh, the lymph fluid pulls the toxins away from the cells and we need to actually pump that lymph fluid out of the system and what most people don't know is we actually have four times more lymph fluid than we have blood and nobody's talking about the lymph the lymph system and so there are certain exercises that pump that lymph fluid out of our system because we don't have a heart like we do for blood Right, so we've got to pump it out ourselves, and that's cellular exercise. And there's various ways of doing that, and things like calisthenics and running and stuff like that. That doesn't do it, but 
the forms of exercise that do do it are swimming, uh, rebounding, which is jumping on a mini trampoline, vigorous dance and, and things like that. Deep breathing is another way of doing it. Hot cold therapy is another way of stimulating the limb. And finally, I teach cellular nutrition, which is all about feeding our cells directly, giving them exactly what they need. And that means that we need to eat living foods, live foods that have what are called biophotons in them, which is a communication that comes from the sun. It's stored in the nucleus of all plants. And when we consume the plant, if we don't cook it, because if we cook it, it destroys the biophotons. If we consume it raw, then we, it gets stored in our cells, and that is responsible for our, our lost sense, our spidey sense, our, the third eye, our intuition, our gut feeling. And so I teach that as well about really you know, giving the cells exactly what they need so that we can flourish and then think clearly and, and with focus, get rid of the trash, and then from there, we can listen to what our intuition is telling us, our cosmic GPS, and it will tell us what we need to do. So I teach that, and uh, one of the courses I teach, which I'm, I'm actually launching in a month's time, it's called The Four Pillars of Life, and it's, it's looking at those four aspects from a cellular perspective. Are you someone who's trying to build your online presence? And you're finding out that it takes some time lot of time and someone might recommend hey you should write a book and become an expert in that area so you're known for that one thing well a book <laughs> as I've gone through it and come to find takes a long time it takes about another year and a half but that doesn't mean that you can't become known for your thing I think the best way to do this is through starting a podcast and getting a website out there that can archive all the work and the content and the area of expertise that you want to be known for. Because you want to be the go-to guy when someone thinks of, hey, I want to get in really good shape, but heck, I don't know what it's going to take. And you know that your area of supremacy as I dub it is to get someone into really great shape and what if you could bring on other influencers that already have a name for themselves online onto your own podcast to create content to rank in really well to be to be the go-to guy when it comes to being the enthusiast that you wish you were online, to be the influencer that you wish you were online, to be known as the expert. If you look at what's been happening in the world, it's all going towards online. So if you're still running a business and overhead's high, please reach out. Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com and this is a service where it's a done-for-you podcast. We'll get you systematically hooked up to where you have a website, your podcast, and it really gets you on the roll to where your job is just to come in and have the fun part, which is interviewing the experts that you wish you could align yourself with more and to start actually making some noise and disrupt 
this whole idea that it takes another year to get really known for your area of expertise. So if this at all interests you, just email me, logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. Oh man, that's that's some crazy stuff. Uh, I uh, I really hope that um, anyone who's listening right now, if this kind of like you know makes them a little curious on on to find out more and stuff, uh, that they'll they'll check out more. If I'm gonna leave in the show notes somewhere where they could uh, find out more because it's really interesting how when we live more simply, it seems like life becomes a little bit more simple to live inside of. Right. I see you're 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 doing right now and trying to teach others to do. And it's and, and some people think it's just not possible because of the workplace they're in and the environment and um but it sounds like what you've done is is able to to kind of com- combine those and make it possible for people to live this lifestyle. Um and to be part of that community. For sure, you know, it's about Definitely, it's about keeping things simple because there are so many distractions in the world right now. We're being pulled in so many different directions and people just don't know what to do with themselves. But we can make very simple changes. And with cellular exercise, for example, you jump on a trampoline for just 20 minutes a day, right? And which you can just do at home. 20, or do yoga. That's another way of doing it. Do it for just 20 minutes or 20 minutes. Of, you can... You can I'm all about keeping things simple. So we can take in cellular environment and cellular exercise and combine them, which means in cellular environment is all about getting in touch with nature. So you can go outside, you can take off your shoes, sit on the earth, take off your tops, have the sun penetrate your skin and stimulate and energize our cells. And then you can do deep breathing, deep diaphragmic breathing, which is also a a way of stimulating the lymphatic system. And that's a cellular exercise. So we can combine those two in just 20 minutes. That's it, 20 minutes in the day. And then a way that I like to simplify cellular nutrition, because that's a big one for people, right? And I get it. I understand that we have cravings. We're addicted to food. We also have um, bacterias and fungal infections and pathogens and parasites living within our bodies, within our digestive system. And those things are sending signals to our brain saying, feed me, feed me the stuff I'm living on. A good, a good, a good example is candida and that loves sugar. So it's saying, give me all these simple sugars. Give me, give me alcohol. Give me, uh, give me a Snickers bar and all that sort of stuff. So it's difficult to contend with that. And then we're all stressed and we don't have time. So how do we simplify something like the nutrition, especially when we love to eat, you know, whatever foods we're eating? I get it. And and I'm there, I've been there and, and I know how difficult that is. So what I like to teach is, look, get a juicer because a juicer, you know, you know, if you can't afford to get a good juicer, you can't afford a juicer, sell your car because a juicer will take you further and get a good blender and make yourself a smoothie and a juice and drink them at the beginning of the day. Now, one of the issues that we have is a lot of people, they come to me and they say, oh, but I tried having a smoothie and I had, I had it for breakfast, but half an hour later I was hungry and I was like, how much did you have? 
And then they had like one small glass. And I'm like, nah, man, you need to have like a whole liter, a whole quart. And you also, what did you put in it? Oh, well, I, I put in a, a, an orange, a, a, a banana, and half a carrot. And I'm like, yeah, well, you haven't got enough calories. You need to be putting in nuts, seeds, uh, coconut flesh, uh, greens, and not too much sugar, and, and, and making a liter of that at least. And then with juices, again, people get juices wrong all the time. They go for all the fruits. And what ends up happening is we are, we're essentially having synthesized sugar because we're separating the, the, the sugar from the fiber, the fruit from the fiber. And it's just this concentrated hit of sugar. And it's too much for us. It, it doesn't serve us. So we need to learn how to make juices in an effective way. And, and I teach people how to do that. Because I remember when I first started making smoothies years ago, and I was drinking these smoothies with all these lovely sugary things in. They tasted great. But then I'd be like, like 15 minutes later, like, whoa, I'm so tired. I need to sleep. And it's because my blood sugar levels were going out of the roof. So a lot of people are very confused about what to do with their health. They feel like they need to join a gym to exercise and spend all the time traveling there and doing all these things. And, and, and a lot of the times people uh, are not getting out in nature enough. They are... They are, uh, they're afraid to get out in the sun. Like I've got fair, I've got fair skin and blonde hair, and I, I've spent a lot of time in very hot countries, you know, in South America, and I don't use sunscreen. I don't use it at all because I don't want to put those chemicals on my skin. So I let myself be exposed to the skin, to the sun, but I just make sure that I'm not out in it all day. I get in the shade. I put a shirt on, whatever it is, uh, you know. So I'm sensible about it. But we're taught. Be afraid of the sun. It's, it's going to give you cancer and all this sort of stuff. And it's not true. We, we need that sunlight. Um, and we just we don't take our shoes off and get on, get on, the, on the earth. We're not breathing very well. We, we, we're very shallow breathers, which in, in many ways is understandable because the air is polluted in a lot of the big cities. But we still need to sit down and breathe and make it a meditative experience and just switch off and calm down. And we can, if we give ourselves like one power hour a day or two, you know, like if you really, if you really want to do this, two power hours in a day. I mean, how many hours have we got a day? We sleep for eight, we wake for 16 and you know, we work, a lot of us work for eight. So that leaves us with another eight hours. And you're telling me you don't have one or two hours to do the most foundational stuff for your health. That will make the biggest difference. You know, of course you can do it. And this is what I am now bringing to people's attention and showing them. I'm giving them exact direct instructions and processes on how they can do that effectively and, and, and powerfully without having to lose all the time in the day. So they can still see their friends. They can still see their family, still do their work. They can still sleeping up and all that great stuff. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it. If you took some time to hit the subscribe button, I really want to just, honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Well, it sounds like <laughs> what you do um, is, is you reverse someone's life. You, 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 you teach them how to be a kid again, really. I mean, 
all this stuff is working is because it's like you're reintroducing what we did as kids and and we, we put out in the sunlight we went to we did recess and we you know we were on the playground mm-hmm. and it's why i'm actually even though you said don't always be in the gym i'm always in the gym because i always want to be moving yeah that's but, great i mean i want to be like you know constantly use my body for things and 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 you know if i'm doing work on the laptop i'm gonna be on the treadmill man if I, you know, instead of just like sitting there, like playing on this laptop. Um, but I want to switch over to scratching the surface curiosity questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm going to get into like two or three deeper questions. And then later on, I'll ask you some quick uh, rapid fire sort of short 30 seconds or less type answers. All right. All right. So the first uh, question is, uh, what's another job other than your own that you would like to try? Another job? Yeah, I would like to work with children. I think that children are just magnificent open beings. And like you were saying this, they're in such a state of playfulness. And I would really like to get in there as soon as possible because we, uh, they're being very, what happens is as adults, we, we have these, or as parents, as guardians, we have this, um, this, this beautiful being that is so fresh and it has this, this clean slate, it's untouched and it has so much to teach us. These children have so much to teach us, but we foolishly think, well, no, I'm the adult. I'm the one that will teach you. And so we, we, when the child is just being a kid, just being nature, we, st- we, we, we stop it from playing, from doing these. We say, don't do that. Don't. And now I understand, right? A kid, if you, don't, if you don't hold the kid's hand, the kid will run in the road, just like a dog will, right? It's not the least. You see the dogs and they're trying to jump in the road and there's all these cars going past. The kid will do that. So there's a place for supporting the child in you know, not harming itself. But in, me- in many, in most, most of the time, we... Uh, just telling the child to stop talking, children should be seen, not heard, don't do this, don't do that. I'm saying no all the time. And actually, that whatever that child's doing, if we just sat and watched it, followed it, and let it take us on this journey of teaching, we would gain so much. And instead, what happens is we put our programming and conditioning on that child that we've that we've learned, that was put on us, obviously, by you know the world. We put that on the child, and then we destroy this magical, this magical being. We 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 t- we actually rip its life out out of it. We take its life away, and we replace it with this computer program that is fitting into a box. You know, I liken children and and all of us as adults and humans. I liken us to uh, plants that have been potted. We cannot spread our roots. We've boxed ourselves in. And so I would love to work with children and in person, you know, uh, in, in workshops and um, on retreats and things like that with them. And just let them teach me as much as, as, as I can, can share with them. That's so cool. Yeah, man, I uh, recently started uh, volunteering down the road to the YMCA, man. And I, mm. I work with kids and it's just, it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. It's just so cool. and. These kids, they don't listen because uh, they, you know, they're all, in, they're all from foster homes, and they don't, they don't even know their real parents. And mm-hmm. it, when you get that, that moment where they are just like, they get it. They, everything's clicking, and it often it's funny. It happens. Everything clicks for them after they've been um, active, like they've been playing basketball, mm-hmm. or you know, they've been um, 
uh, running themselves like crazy swimming. And, um, you know, and so it's funny how that works. And I, I've seen a correlation with activity being uh, the sort of like the chain that we need to break for ourselves to tap into some new teacher, deeper consciousness for kids, for adults, no matter what age you are. Um, but, uh, Hey, I kind of ask you, man, you know, you made life sound so incredible. Like, Hey, like someone that might be listening, like, I want his life. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, you know, tell us something about like maybe something that you're currently struggling with. Sure. I would say that consistency is the thing that I find most difficult personally. And also, so there's consistency in the sense that I can be like super healthy. I can be, you know, spend five days living the things I teach. And then I can go and go on a binge and eat, eat some bad food or, or like go and get, go and get drunk or whatever. And what, and what I've noticed is that the, the, as more time goes on and the healthier I get, the more that that really like knocks me out, whacks me out, it damages me. So I find that when I'm not being consistent and really sticking to those habits, when I'm letting um, social pressure and things like that come in. And also, you know, because I've, I've, I've partied as much as the next person and, you know, been to university, traveled around and all that sort of stuff. I enjoy that sort of stuff, right? In the moment of doing it, I enjoy it. And I've got this association to that being fun and enjoyable. So I want to do it. And so I, I totally understand why everyone's doing it because I want to do it. But what I notice is that when I do it, 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 I, I really suffer. I, I, I pay a big price for that. So trying to remain consistent and not doing that so much has is, 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 can be a challenge. And I would say... Um, that um, the another thing that I find I, I've become aware of recently is that I like to look good, right? And that's a side that's a side of, of my ego in that light. And I, I didn't even I only became recently aware of this. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't have no idea. And I was like, oh my god, gosh, totally like I'm trying to look good all the time. I'm, and, and because I'm trying to look good. I'm procrastinating on getting certain things done because I want it to be perfect so that I look good. So there's this, there's this procrastination happening because of a desire for perfection so that I look good. So that's definitely something I've been sitting in recently and I'm, I'm, I'm learning to let go of that and being like, it's okay if you're a bit rough around the edges. It's all, it's all right. It doesn't, you don't have to look amazing like all the time. Man, you are not alone in that, my friend. Uh, I'm there with you. I feel like I gotta be on my A game all the time, and when right. I do things, it's, that's I've made this shift, and in, in this perspective shift is that done is better than perfect, and 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 mm. everything always works out. I say that sentence to myself every single hour of the day. Yeah, everything's always gonna work out. When you're freaking out and you're trying to be perfect with this and perfect with that. And now we're, we're exposed to so much information that it almost traps us because we hear what people are doing and so we think we got to do that. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's everyone's on their own elevator, man. There's just <laughs> a different level. Right, um, right. So I want to go into what I said, 30 seconds or less type. Yes. There's where, you know, they're not, not too deep or anything like that. Uh, so the first question is, if you could sit on a bench with anyone for an hour, who would it be and why? 
Yeah, Eckhart Tolle. Um, nice. Some people know him as Eckhart Tolle or whatever, but Eckhart Tolle, uh, because for me, he is uh, the embodiment of an evolved being. Uh, I, I don't think there are very many people like that in the world. And it would be him. And if it was somebody who was dead, it would be Bruce Lee. And for, for not dissimilar reasons. That's, that's awesome, dude. I, uh, it makes sense why we get each other and how <laughs> I found you and why, why I just love what you have. It's because uh, our, our heroes are very similar. Yes. Eckhart Tolle's voice, I can't handle it, but I still do <laughs> what he says. I mean, just, wow, uh, that guy's brilliant. But yeah. as far as the way he communicates, um, to me, I can't handle. I just can't, to be honest. <laughs> um, so, uh, but how do you like to consume content, man? Do you like to use books, uh, audio books? Are you a huge fan of uh, podcasts? What do you like to do? Yeah, I like to uh, keep it varied. Um, I love audiobooks. I like podcasts. I like watching interviews. If I want to learn about somebody, about that, if, if I find somebody who I'm, I'm quite interested in, I'll watch a lot of their interviews as I feel that tells me a lot. Um, but I also find that um, I listen to audiobooks, but that if I, when I actually read the book, that I uh, internalize it much more effectively. And I also like watching uh, some short videos to, to inspire me. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's the main ways. So cool, so so cool, man. Um, do you have a favorite podcast at the moment, by chance? Yeah, I like. Um, well, I like uh, Impact Theory, which is Tom Bilyeu, which is, and I also like uh, The Rising Man by um, uh, Jedi Azuma. I think that that's a great podcast. That's all about. I, he has some guests on there that talk a lot about uh, being a, a man, being a leader and, and embodying the masculine. I find it very insightful. That's so cool. Dude, I, I have the same, same favorites on my podcast list as well. <laughs> um, so give us a little glimpse of your morning routine, even though maybe you don't do this every day because let's just face it, we can't always do it every day, but this is what you shoot for. Yeah, absolutely. So recently I made a shift in um, making sure that uh, like I'm a night person. So I've decided to really prioritize myself in the morning, give myself a lot of time. Uh, and, and I'm honored to be able to do, I'm lucky to be able to do that. So I will, uh, I'll journal first thing in the morning. Then I'll do something like some mobility work or some stretching or some rebounding. Then I'll, I'll ground outside and I'll either do some deep breathing or some meditation and then I'll go for a walk in nature somewhere and then I might even go to the gym uh, and hit the sauna or something like that I really want to like look after myself oh and I drink a juice as well every morning I'll drink a juice and then a big smoothie dude I love it man I'm such a night person too but I mm. I realize that when I give myself time to really just you know not hit the hit the ground running in the morning I often have a way better day yes uh, and then I get, it's actually working the things that I really want to work on uh, at night when I'm most creative. So it's mm -hmm. wild how that works. Yes. Uh, but all right, just two more questions, my man. Uh, Where's one place people can find more of you? I would say uh, Facebook. So facebook.com Drake Awakens is the URL, or you can just check out Drew Drake, or you can go over to my website, infinityinspired.com. All right. Well, I'm going to send them to one place cause that's probably confusing. So what's <laughs> okay. one place? The Facebook uh, website or. Yeah. Go, go, go to, uh, 
yeah, go, go to Facebook. That's where, that's where most of my content is. Nice. I love it. Yeah, for sure. So I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, so if you're driving, working out, don't worry. You can just scroll down later, hit that URL and be brought to Drew's amazing Facebook. And last but not least, you know, I think that, uh, I, I really do think that answers are important, but I think questions are even more important. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is a, is a self-inquisitive question that people can try to answer for themselves to maybe mm-hmm. break free? Yeah. Um, how do I put this so it's not confusing? I would say, ask yourself, a lot of people, they want to know who they are. Who am I? And I think the better question is not who am I, but what am I? Um, and by that, I mean, it's like really look at like, what is this? What is going on? Um, my understanding is that we don't know anything for sure. You don't know. We, none of us know that we're not, not in a dream right now. But what we do know, the only thing we really know for sure is that something is happening. We don't know what it is. But something is occurring, whatever that is, some experience. So a good question is, well, what am I? Um, and it could take you down a rabbit hole for a long time for sure, but I find it fun. No, dude, that's the best. You know, it's funny because uh, I think everyone goes through this, but they're really confused at a point in their life. And they keep, you know, trying to make things happen with just thinking about it. And that's why I love this show name is because it's scratching your own itch. If you don't scratch your own itch, the itch is just going to be there. And it's going to drive you nuts. So, like, if you start actually taking action and you start actually scratching the itch, that itch is going to relieve. And then you will, therefore, find some clarity. And so it's like, just do something and look at the actions that you're doing already. And so I love that you say that, you know, what am I is more important than who am I. So what am I? Like, what actions am I doing during the day that I feel like I could actually maybe monetize and turn into a business? and, And, heck, like do something I really love to do and feel fulfilled. So um, true that this is a great way to end it off. And I just, I really appreciate your time taking, taking this up and doing this interview, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, Logan. It's been great to come on. I've uh, really enjoyed the questions you've asked. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Likewise. You made it to the very end of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch with your host, Logan Tyler Nelson. To make it to the end? Gosh, that doesn't happen very much nowadays. I mean, especially with the constant distraction. So I appreciate all of the efforts that you just took out of your day to make it to the end. And if you hit that subscribe button and leave a review, you would have no idea what that would mean to me. So thank you so much for taking the time to hit that subscribe button. And if you leave a review, check it out. Just screenshot it, send it to me, and I'd love to host your review out on the show. But don't ever forget, like I say, you matter and you're enough. I'm
main reason for how all this happened Love for all my fans, love for all the shows Got love for all my memories, no matter where I go Even if I'm out to nothing, I know there's always something It's not a fitness test, but it'll always